National parks are really a unique jewel. They play a major role uh, in protecting biodiversity. And a park manager really needs to know um, the resources that he has in order to protect those resources adequately. To gauge anything, we need to know where the starting line is, and that's what we're doing. It's not good enough to say we think they're out there. We're just really trying to build a foundation for explaining what we have. I think that uh, it behooves us to monitor our natural resources so that we can better manage what surrounds us. If we desire to preserve the biological diversity of this planet, then we should know what is here. There's sort of a web of things that are connected, and it doesn't seem prudent to start disrupting it without knowing how that all works. Teams of botanists, including National Park Service employees and experts from the University of Alaska's Natural Heritage Program, were flown into remote locations such as the volcanic caldera of Aniakchak National Monument to complete the vascular plant inventory. Amy Miller, a National Park Service ecologist, was part of the team in Aniakchak. There were four of us in Aniakchak. Um, in the other inventories, I think there were a comparable number of field people. I think what was really interesting up there were these really dramatic moonscapes. Um, there are areas where there are uh, old lava flows and really blocky, um, kind of jumbled rock and um, some scree and talus slopes on the inside of the caldera where we found, um, I know we found at least one species there that hadn't been reported before from the caldera. Mainly what we collected there were very inconspicuous species that you'd normally just step on. You wouldn't even notice them. And I think that's why they hadn't been reported before. Miller and the team spent four days camped inside the caldera, covering scores of miles on foot to document the plant life. And so you spread out and you walk a grid or a semi-grid. I mean, you, you walk in parallel and you're all kind of looking at your own swath of ground. And what we're covering are kind of contiguous areas of what looks like the same sort of community. So I wouldn't wander from a meadow into a boulder field. Um, I would probably finish the meadow area, try to document everything that I found there, and then move into the boulder field. And once we found species that had not been reported from the parks before. They might have been expected, or maybe they weren't expected at all. Then we collected those. And the collections, inc they include both the above ground part of the plant, the part that we see, and, and they have to include flowers and fruits so that we can identify them. But we also include the root system because often that can be diagnostic for the species. So we, we dig up these plants. We collect them. That evening we press them in a, a plant press and this is a way that we can preserve them. And then they're later identified if we can't identify them in the field and they're sent up to the University of Alaska Fairbanks for determination. Um, and they're archived up at UAF as well so that 
anyone can go into the herbarium and look at what was collected in Antiochac or Kenai Fjords. This kind of documentation forms a cornerstone of the long-term monitoring efforts. One thing I've realized since I've been working on these inventories is how important it is to document what you see and and in this case document it with collections because I can go out in the field and say oh yes I saw this plant but unless you have a specimen to go along with that observation people coming along 10 years from now won't necessarily know whether they can believe you or not. So I think I think these collections will form a very important archive. A hundred years from now, we can look at what we find and say, has it changed? Has, have the species changed in abundance and have they changed in terms of where they are in the landscape?